Today's episode is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash animaniacast. Special thanks go out to Brian, Micah, Richard, Yama, Marjorie, Martin, Melissa, Patrick, Christian, Kyle, McCoy, MJ, Nebby, Quetzal, Rapid Kirby 3K, Sir Zeke Corrector, Tamara, The Guaranteed Engine, The Cartoon Gamer, and Weppy. If you would like to become a patron yourself, then head on over to patreon.com slash animaniacast. You'll not only be supporting our show, but you'll also be getting access to additional bonus audio, including Animaniacs commentaries with Tom Ruger, and there's also other incentives as well that you probably will be interested in. So check it on out over at patreon.com slash animaniacast, and thank you to our supporters. And welcome, everybody, to a Pinky in the Brain episode of the Animaniacast. Yes, plans. I've made a few, but I'm not through. I am tenacious. I'll do what I must do to take the world. But I'll be gracious. My plan will soon unfurl, and I won't fail. Citizen Kane's way and oh One thing is clear You'll do it Brain's way In time You're going to bow And then you'll kneel Right here before me I am not A sacred cow You will avow And you'll adore me It is My destiny to lead you now, not in Mark Twain's day. And oh, one thing is clear, you'll do it brain's way. I'm not just a mouse, no I am not, nor am I some evil despot. I'm going to rule, that is my fate. I'll be the supreme high potentate, no need to fear. My will is clear, you'll do it Brain's way. And welcome everybody once again to the Animaniacast. This is the podcast that is exclusively dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as you know, as well as Tiny Toon Adventures and Pinky and the Brain. And well, you know, tonight you might be asking yourself, however, what are we going to do tonight? Well, the same thing we do every night. We we going to talk about Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> we're going to revisit all the cultural references and gags, and of course, in the end, we're giving this episode of Pinky and the Brain. Oh, water tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother Nathan. Danke schön. <laughs> uh, Gazunta. Uh, <laughs> across the country in Georgia, there's Kelly. Hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, well, we got another episode here of Pinky and the Brain to summarize and talk about and review and. This episode was once again chosen by our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash animaniacast. They get to tell us what to do, and we are proud and happy to do it. And so this episode I've heard of, I've never seen before today. It's called Brain's Way. And Brain's Way was episode 16 of the third season of Pinky and the Brain. And if someone were to ask you about this episode in just a few words, what would you tell them, Nathan? Um, it made me want to be chairman of the board. Room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelly, what about you? It's very musical. It was a very musical. We got to see a lot of singing in this episode. Uh, and this was the episode I was proud to see that we had just talked to Maurice LaMarche about, actually, where he was... Um, talking about not being able to sing and he had mentioned about singing Frank Sinatra albums as, as a kid. And well, here we go. I don't know if that helped 
influence our patrons in selecting this one, but <laughs> it worked out perfectly for us. Uh, yeah, because we were like we we were uh, trying to figure out what he was talking about when he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, afterwards, I was saying to Nathan, "Is that is that not that's not an episode from the new show, is it? <laughs> and, and like the season two or something?" And no, it's this episode. So yeah, that shows how tuned out we are of the of Pinky and the Brain no series. Animaniacs. This doesn't count. So, uh, <laughs> it totally, it totally does count. I mean, I it's know. just stuff that we missed. Uh, this is what I actually like about doing these reviews, though, is you know, seeing them. I only saw them live with you know when they first came out. You know, and uh, you know, and they were pre-recorded back then. Too. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I only saw them. <laughs> I only saw them on Kids WB. You know, yeah. when they came out on Kids WB, and if you missed it, you missed it. And uh, you know, when it came to reruns later on the hub or whatever kind of cable channel it was, well, I was I was older then and didn't watch it. So, you know, it's nice to see these episodes for the first time and get some good content. Uh, so anyway, uh, this one right here, uh, Nathan, why don't you tell us when did this episode of Pinky the Brain first premiere? Okay, well, this was a Saturday. It was October 11th of 1997. Which is, uh, of course, the same day as the Animaniacs episode, uh, Cute First, Ask Questions Later, Acquaintances, Here Comes Attila, and Boo Wonder. So, some good and bad segments in that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, coincidentally, just happened to be listening. I Every now and then, I'll just go to our uh, podcast feed, and I will just randomly select an episode. Um why I, I don't our know listeners can do too if you, yes, you can you yeah. can just go, like go, there's over 200 episodes now so Free just entertainment. do entertainment yeah yeah exactly just do uh warner roulette i guess and uh <laughs> hit an episode and listen to it and and that's the one i was listening to and we we were <laughs> that acquaintances episode that was that was one that was like it started off as one episode and then quickly turned to a different episode and and the animation and everything changed in it mm-hmm. um Friends, it was, yeah, friends. Um, and uh, to reiterate what happened when I in this episode, well, I, I'll just repeat what I said on that episode. So, uh, it's just a couple days after Everclear released their multi platinum third album, So Much for the Afterglow, which contained Father of Mine and I Will Buy You a New Life. Uh huh. Remember, those songs are big, yes. Um, it was two days after Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2 was released on Microsoft Windows. And it was one day after the release of Rocket Man and Boogie Nights. So. Yes. And like I said in our previous discussion, <laughs> Rocket Man is a very good movie. And we did not play that video game. And I thought we did. Yep. But it was a different one. I was going to say, like, this is not the game we played. <laughs> this is not the game we played. Nathan remembers that conversation. Yes. Well, that's nice. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into our discussion of this episode. Let's go ahead and talk about Brain's Way. This is Maurice LaMarche, the voice of the brain, and you are listening to the Animaniacast. And Brain's Way was written by Wendell Morris and Tom Shepard, and it was directed by Nelson Racinos. And Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in the first part of Brain's Way? Okay. So Brain's been doing some singing. Uh, it sort of sounds like Frank Sinatra, except it's what Fred Spinatra, I think is what they call him in the yeah, episode. I believe and, so, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Pinky thinks he's great. And Brain keeps saying, well, I, don't, I don't sing. I'm not a singer. <laughs> and um, he's got a new plan. And he's calling it Brainophonic Sound. And he wants to put stereo speakers on the North and South Poles. And then they're going to broadcast the sound of a dripping faucet. Operation Water Torture works as planned. Once our speakers are in place, we shall broadcast the incessant sound of a dripping faucet across the globe. Unable to comprehend the source of the sound, the populace will be driven temporarily mad, and we shall seize the planet. And then will you sing? I don't sing. And apparently he needs billions and billions of dollars for this. And so to come up with the money, he wants to open a casino in Las Vegas, and he wants to call it Brains Palace. And... The only game that's going to be there is Baccarat. 
<laughs> and uh, he, he calls it a thinking person's game. So he needs money to build the casino. All we need is six million in seed money. Zort! If we build it out of seeds, won't the birds eat it? <laughs> what kind of collateral do you have? Why, my word of honor. What else could you possibly need? If at first you don't succeed, Pinky, cry, cry again. They get laughed out of like the the banks and even a, a trailer. Yeah, and that was the bank of last resort. Was a trailer. <laughs> and um, finally, he finds this um elder, elderly woman who collects uh, collector plates, and um, she's willing to give him the money, and in return. He gives her the as collateral the um, the deed to Acme Labs, which I didn't even know he held the deed to Acme Labs. I don't think he really does, but you know, I think brand. there might be there might be some forgeries in there. <laughs> Probably, I, I'm not exactly sure how he got the. That might Probably. be in a, a hidden a, a non released episode of how he got the yeah. deed to Acme Labs. Oh, this is in 1962. We should also point out this is yeah. this is in the past for whatever. It's not know. immediately apparent. Unless it said it right at the beginning. It said it right at the beginning. Okay. I was on the, the treadmill watching this episode. So I was like, Them, which is the best them. place to watch it, by the way. This is a, get on a treadmill <laughs> and watch Pinky in the my Brain. Steps in. So um, <laughs> if you didn't read it, though, it wasn't immediately apparent. But no. um, <laughs> so the, uh, the lady said, sure, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the money. And um, she, she, Sort of tells them that, you know, I would have done it even without the, the Acme Labs, just on the honor system. And then uh, she's got her boys that come in from the back and they they also like mobsters or something. And, you know, sort of uh, intimidates Brain and, and Pinky. But she says that, you know, they'll make sure that everything's going to go smoothly. And then they they start construction and Brain, they've got, they've got the frame of the building up. And he's he and Pinky are walking around, and um, but he wants like even the frame to be built of um, it's, it's mahogany, right? Yeah, mahogany wood. Right. Even in the yeah, even the inside of the walls has to be yeah. mahogany wood. And that's Rich so mahogany wood. <laughs> and that reminds me of the scene in the Hunger Games where Katniss like puts a knife in the table, and <laughs> um, Effie goes, "That's mahogany." And um, anyway, it's funny. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, yeah, mahogany's pretty expensive and um brain brain wants everything to be super nice and well built and even pinkies points out that they're spending a lot of money and that maybe they should scale back a little bit but nope and then they end up getting hit on the head with some wood <laughs> yeah it's not even mahogany though yeah <laughs> and some pine i guess yeah, the pine that pine. they're taking they're tearing out and uh we go to commercial yeah, I always think of the Anchorman quote with mahogany. <laughs> oh, that's what that cut reference was. It was like rich mahogany. What is that from? <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are. I I was telling Nathan and Kelly beforehand. I think our patrons are trying to torture us, specifically me, because I was the one going up all these references in this one. And you know, it seems simple enough. It's a lot of Frank Sinatra stuff, you know. But there's all these other just. Random you things can go that down are, rabbit holes on this episode. Totally, easily. very easily. And I was uh, like, I'm going to let Joey do that this week. And yep. Uh, so I've done that other. And then with Pinky, these Pinky in the Brain episodes, there there's no sources like yeah. the, like so. You know, before we could just copy and paste, like, oh yeah, everyone knows this, but let's just copy and paste. Like, you uh, know. hello, hello, nice Warners was a fantastic. Yeah. It still is a fantastic Tumblr that people can check out. That that goes over a lot of references and hit pretty much so much time. Yeah, yeah exactly. It helped he us out just... so much because there was only a few that they would he would almost you know cut, you know forget maybe a couple sometimes. Yeah, but and often then, you know, get you stuff can go we would and fact check it or whatever. But it's yeah, like, yeah, he's it's, like accurate. Like this yeah. is good. <laughs> exactly. But this, but uh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, Kelly mentioned the uh, brainophonic sound, and that's a you know stereophonic stereo sound was very big in the '60s. If you listen to some of those old '60s albums, I love them because they were basically it was a great way to do karaoke. You listen to some of those uh, Beatles albums uh, around that time, and if you just 
push it everything to the right channel, uh, all the vocals are gone. And then you can just sing without uh, Paul or John. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. There's. I, I thought it was interesting, by the way, that he only needed $83 billion to make huge speakers on either side of the, the yeah. globe. I thought it was a little low, but uh, we did get a little bit of that political humor that uh the piggy the brain sometimes did although not as it was very low key as usual uh which was talking about the the place where they like to party and throw away money we must head to a place where overweight middle-aged people go to party and throw away money capitol hill that's about as political as you know those clowns in washington (laughs) you know something that you've probably heard since 19 42. Uh, so not incredibly political, but the it was there. is in town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Those clowns. Uh, anyway, uh, the, uh, the old lady Bernice or Bernie, as she's put into the, the credits right there, um, has a lot of collector plates. And she mentions Arthur. She had an Arthur Godfrey collector's plate. She started with that. And I was like, okay, Arthur Godfrey, who the heck is this? Uh, he was a radio and TV personality, and he died in like 1982 or three. Um, the one thing I thought was interesting was back in the 50s, he used to, you know, be an advertiser for cigarettes like everybody else was in the 1950s. And he got lung cancer in 1959 and then ended up becoming one of the first celebrities that kind of spoke out against cigarettes. So I thought that was just an interesting note on him. Uh, and I'm sure you have other people can check out more stuff about him. Martin and Lewis are mentioned, who, of course, were Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Uh, some of the talent they, they could get into this casino. Uh, Pinky says, we can get Martin and Lewis or Lewis and Lamb Chop. And that, of course, is referencing Lamb Chop the Puppet and Sherry Lewis. And Sherry Lewis, I I think she was doing stuff back as far back as 1962. I know our our dad had some puppets and stuff of uh, Sherry Lewis. And we would, growing up, we'd go to our grandparents' house and they still had those puppets of Lamb Chop and Charlie Horse and, uh, oh, Hush Puppy. And there was even a little puppet of Sherry Lewis herself. I don't know what happened to all those those things. Because when our grandparents moved, I, I don't know. What happened? What happened to them, Nathan? I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet they're worth something. But anyway, uh, I thought that was kind of a cool little thing. And the weirdest reference I saw, they were mentioning mahogany. And then Pinky the Brain says something about Diana Ross. And... That I just Googled Mahogany Diana Ross came up right away. Diana Ross was in a movie called Mahogany in 1975. Mm. So there you go. All the kids who get that right away. All the the kids get it right away. Again, I don't know how this is this all this episode. A lot of this, you got to know a lot of stuff about Sinatra, which, you know, a lot of the songs he's going to be singing in this are pretty well known for you know if you have know anything about standards and stuff but um yeah if you have any standards guys if you have any standards you'll know these songs <laughs> you know frank sinatra um, if you have any <laughs> exactly no <laughs> but but i don't know the internet back then was just in its infancy you know and I, there was no way to like check these references unless you knew it you know what i mean um so there we go. I, 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 that's that first part. What did you guys find funny or interesting in this first section? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Um, I thought the old lady uh, sounded a bit like mom from Futurama. <laughs> very similar kind of uh, voice and a uh, very similar kind of thing Characters, where she has yeah. two. Well, th- these are her yeah. grandsons, but yeah, the two children thugs. <laughs> Basically, there to take care of business for her and like uh, she break cares some backs. a lot about money. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, she didn't quite get as evil, like you know, no, no. like mom does in Futurama. But yes, <laughs> same. Yeah, I thought the same thing. <laughs> Just be sure to pay me back, otherwise my grandchildren will be very unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't want to make the little tykes cry. Oh, they won't cry, but you might. 
They've eluded us, Mother. But rest assured, we've already slapped each other, so there's no need to... Ow! You'll thank me someday when you're slapping your own kids. Uh, Kelly, what about you? I thought um, Bernie kind of looked like the, the lady the, with Tweety, Tweety Bird. Oh, yeah. The other, what, who, what is her name? I know she has a... She's grandma. Grandma, yeah. Tweety used to call her grandma. She's, uh, she's in that Space Jam movie. Just came out. <laughs> um, I will be watching it and, uh, maybe I'll put like a, maybe, I don't know. Nathan, you have HBO max, don't you? Yeah. Should, should you and I watch it and then give a quick, uh, we should give a reaction to it. We should give on our Patreon. So. We really should. Because the Warners are in it. Warners in it. Yeah. The Warners are at least in the background and yeah. IMDB, which can be edited by so. anybody said that they are voicing in it. No, so. but they're well, going to be, there's going to be. <laughs> stills of the you know there'll be statues so it oh and they're in the background require a whole episode (laughs) (laughs) there are computer generated uh somethings of them uh in the background so that's that's something you know good stuff in in that first one let's go ahead and talk about the second part and nathan's going to talk about section two and three that's right we're doubling his work double my work oh the earth is eight thousand miles wide so that is, we're going to be huge speakers. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know if those were to scale or not, but I guess they would have to be. I'm not sure, but 83 billion brain. Then, I don't know. Oh, and I just want to say water dripping sound. I feel like that's like, I, I was trying to look up. I thought that was like an actual torture that they did, but I couldn't find. There's a dripping machine that they did in China that was they well, the, water I, on. Yes. You, yeah. 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 That's, that's I don't know actual. if the sound itself was ever used. As, well, I think it's it's just the joke because it is very know. annoying. We have a we have a <laughs> we have a dog water dish that is automatic. You know, filters the water and it is a little fountain thing. And I will vouch that it is a very annoying sound when you hear that little dribble sound um, in the background and you just want it to stop and. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. That you have a leaky faucet and you can't figure out where it's from in the middle of the night it can torture you. So there you go. It's evil. Anyway. It's, this is a e- more evil plan than some of his. Oh plans. yes, definitely. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, sure. so yeah, parts two and three. Yes, should I? Should I go? Okay. Do it. All right. So um, we are. We have. We open up. Um, the casino has been built. So within this commercial break, uh, they have built the, all the walls filled with mahogany. It is a huge tower. They're putting on a brain holding the globe kind of thing. It's kind of says opening in one week. And we go inside and we see that uh, turns out Pinky and the Brain are trying to find a musical guest, someone to uh, that they can feature for their casino to get people to come to their casino. Uh, and they're testing out some people, but they uh, they don't sound great. One sings about a puppy dog and the other one's singing kazoon tight what's your puppy dog ow wow 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 puppy dog puppy dog cockapoo please don't you on my shoe enough kazoon tight honey kazoon tight how i loved when you sneezed last night Achoo! Catchy little tune, isn't it, Brain? Cold and flu season is over. Dankeschön and goodbye. Dankeschön. Mmm. And, you know, Brain decides that they're both terrible. You know, uh, he may just have to do it himself if he wasn't such a bad singer or something. And then, hey, the the granny comes in. Um, I forget her name. <laughs> Bernie. Bernice. I call her mom. Bernice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she she comes in and says, hey, I see you still don't have a headliner. Uh, we got to get something right now. And he's like, uh, oh, it's a surprise. Uh, and Piggy's like, and if, if uh, everything goes uh, as planned or if we don't find someone soon, it will end up being the chairman. And they're like, oh, the chairman of the boardroom? Which is in this universe is uh, uh, Fred Spinatra. Yes. Uh, so they think that Fred Spinatra is going to do, and, and Brain was talking about him being the chairman of the casino. So it's a, <laughs> some little, and he's like, well, maybe I'll just have to do it anyway. So he sings uh, a song called Brain's Way, which is um, 
there's lots of little uh, references in this song to different things, you know. So Citizens Kane, Citizens, Citizens Kane's way, yeah, yeah, you know, and the, and talking, <laughs> you know, it sounds kind of like a song by Frank Sinatra in our universe <laughs> called uh, My Way. <laughs> Ooh, very. Uh, he finishes the song and it's dead silence. So like the audience, I guess, doesn't like it. But hey, there's a shadowy figure who stands up and starts to slow clap, and he says. I hereby ordain you the latest thing, my friend. This is Fred, Fred Spinatra. Uh, is Who, for some reason they keep in the shadow. I was yeah, not quite sure why they quite didn't see him. Yeah, I or whatever. You see his friends who are also famous people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, then everyone else is clapping. They all love him now because uh, Fred Spinatra liked it, so we must like it too. And uh, so we go to uh, uh, that was the end of Act Two. Two, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'll, I'll go oh, and just we... talk about the okay, little cool. things in it real quick to to break up the, uh, the the references, so I don't talk for ten minutes of nothing but yeah, references. That good. Okay, so <laughs> the, the the what's up, Pussycat? The parody uh, was you know originally sung by Tom Jones. Uh, this is, uh, however, the character's Tom Cajones, <laughs> uh, which kind of looks like Tom Jones, but it's not. And then, of course, the Donka Shane song was originally sung by Wayne Newton, but this uh, G- Gazoon Tight one is sung by Wayne Fig Newton. Or Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne yeah. Fig Newton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, I was a little confused about the whole lo- <laughs> talking about. We're spending so much money, and one of the things they said was it's lucite bathroom seats with silver dollars put into them. That sounds so weird that I'm like, that has to be referencing something in in real life. But I, I I'll leave it to the audience to know. Did they do that in Las Vegas? I I seem to remember toilet seats when I was a kid. Some some of the older ones from the '60s and stuff had stuff in them which looked really weird, like flowers and stuff like that. Uh, that was a, a trend, but at any rate, uh, <laughs> I did look up, by the way, why was Frank Sinatra chairman? Why was he called chairman of the board? And it's because he was, uh, a member of the founded the record album. He was on reprise records. He founded that. So therefore he's chairman of the board. Just had to look that up for reasons. Uh, and the old lady gives another really random fact. Uh, she says something about she's going to tell her friends about the in the Burt Mustin fan club about this. I can't wait to tell my friends at the Burt Mustin fan club that the chairman is playing here. And I was like, who the heck is Burt Mustin? And the weirdest thing is, I know who he is after looking him up. Um, he is uh, he was a character actor in the 50s and 60s. Uh, he was looked, he was a very old man. He was in a few episodes of the Twilight Zone, including, uh, there's one called Kick the Can, I believe, and he was in that one. You got but my can. You got, no, not that one. Okay. Uh, I got your can. No, he was yes. not in that slappy squirrel cartoon. Uh, but he was in, uh, one of our favorite movies, Nathan. He was in The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. Ah. And he is the old man who has zero lines, but he hands Luther a flashlight. Before he goes to the haunted house. Oh, didn't he go to our church? And yes, exactly. And our dad used to always say, that man right there used to go to our church. And I, I looked <laughs> and it and I looked it up and it's true. He did live in Tucson, Arizona until the like mid fifties or sixties or something like that, uh, where he went off and went to Hollywood and moved to he moved to Los Angeles. So a short amount of time when our dad was a little kid. Yes, he did go to our church in Tucson. So That's so funny though. <laughs> I, I, but they called the, him out an animaniac. Uh, I, yeah, Bert Mustin. <laughs> there we go. And and for me to know who he is and to have some connection with him, a slight, you know, the very weak, weak connection, but still, I knew of him. There we go. Um, and of course, Brain's Way, like you mentioned, it's a, my way. And there we go. And I did note that he, his song, at least this version, he seemed like he was going to talk about how he was a he'd be a good ruler. I suppose he was talking about the 
the uh, that people would love him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very confident in his leadership skills in this song. Uh, but Nathan Kelly, what did you think? Uh, Kelly, let's let's start with you. What did you th- any highlights of the second part? I enjoyed Brain Songs. Yeah, this first one is maybe his might be his best. I mean, it got the it got the uh, the uh, title there, so mm-hmm. that's something. Oh, Nathan, before we get to you, I uh, forgot to mention Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin were also featured uh, next to Fred Spinatra. I don't think they gave them weird names. I, no, I think they I just think called they them, named them at all. I think they called them Dean and Sammy, perhaps, and mm. that's about it. But no funny last name for them. Um, Sammy Davis Jr., by the way, I believe died on the same day as Jim Henson. I just remember that day as a kid, obviously. So, uh, yeah, little fact. Nathan, what did you think about this middle part? Oh, uh, I enjoyed it. Um, it was uh, it's kind of fun to see uh, Brain sing a, a, a fun like little song. Uh, and the rest of, reference to Orson Welles is fun because his voice sounds like Orson Welles' uh, voice. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get to the third part. And Nathan... Go ahead and wrap it up for us. What happens here in the last half of Brain's Way? Uh, the Brain is famous. Everyone Whoa. loves him. Yeah, he's singing. Uh, we get to see a bunch of albums that he's uh, created. He's at a boxing ring. He's singing to everyone in the audience. I'll tie the world up in rope. Stick it in a closet. Slide some food under the door. What a plan. What a planet. I'm in charge. He's on a kid's show. He's singing about uh, something, not High Hopes, but something else. Uh, <laughs> I believe the song would probably, I think it's called, uh, He's Got Big Dreams. Big Dreams. And it's about the brain and being a brain in the White House kind of thing. What could make a brave little mouse think he'll live inside the White House? You'll never hear that mouse grouse. He's not wearing no blouse, but he has big dreams. He has Big dreams, he has angel food cake in the late schemes. You know, he's met the president. We see him at the Kennedys. Uh, we see him like all over. Things are going great for the brain. And even Pinky is getting some sort of career and singing songs too. I don't know how that happened, but yeah. Well, they got to fill out a, the act, you know? Yeah, they can't just so. have him. Uh, so well, he's they, also a musician. Right. I got to mention, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did like how it did have the marquee on top. This is, you know, uh, Brainatra, and then it goes and Pinky. <laughs> Little <laughs> letters under that. So yeah, so this is this is Pinky's contribution. Uh, is a song about flippers and how they'll splash all over you. Um, and then uh, we cut to uh, Bernice is upset though because. Um, she shows him the casino and no one is inside the casino. Um, and it turns out that no one likes Baccarat, uh, as Brain calls it. Uh, <laughs> you know, and she says it's because no one knows how to play it. But Brain's, you know, he's upset. He says, fine, just do whatever games. Just I don't care. Uh, whatever people like to play, you know. So then he's back. He's going back to do some more. Uh, you know, he's chilling at some parties and people are, you know, so interested in whatever Brain says because, you know, he's famous and rich. So then Bernie Borgnine says to me, what are you, a man or a mouse? And I said, what do I look like, my friend? I am a mouse. (laughs) And then uh, Bernice brings him back. Well, the, the grandson brings him back over to the casino and hey, there's a bunch of people at the casino now. Everyone's having a great time. There's like roller coasters. Everyone's winning a lot of money. Everyone's having so much fun. The games are like, uh, name your what's your name? And if you can name what your name is, then you win all this money. It's great. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, it means that the casino is now bankrupt. So uh, this is Pinky's idea to get games that people like. <laughs> so kind of worked. It was like a it was like a crazy Chuck E. Cheese thing where everyone wins, you know. There's like Bob for money, which was I thought was great. People yeah. like just ducking their heads into like, pulling up money bags with their face, which I think so. Good so stuff. It's it looks 
uh, pretty bad. But you know, hey, you know, Brain's gonna just come out and sing because he's still really popular, right? But uh, at his next performance, the audience has gone. It turns out that they're all going to see Dwayne Fig Newton and his new song Donkashe, which is what Brain said as he left after singing Gazoon Tight. So it turns out Brain kind of influenced. Dwayne Fig Newton to write Donka Shay. Donka Shane. Donka Shane. <laughs> and yeah, it's a whole thing. So, uh, well, uh, it turns out they're just going to have to leave and close out the casino. But before they do, Bernice stops them and says, hey, I got the deed to your Acme lab still. So uh, I own you or something. <laughs> I don't know. Basically, to pay off the debt now, if he wants to get the Acme Labs back, he has to sing every night Brain's Way. Um, so that's that's how the show ends. Yeah, yeah. the Acme Labs becomes the Acme Lounge, and it's like cheap dinner theater. Where, and but, there's only like six people there, so it's going to yeah, take exactly. a while. exactly. <laughs> it's going to take a little while to, to fill this thing, but whatever. It's still, hey, show business. Sing it! No, Pinky. You'll have to wait till tomorrow night. Why? What are we going to do tomorrow night? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. <sighs> Sing that stupid song another 50 times until we can buy back the lab. He did it rains way, 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 way. Cha-cha-cha. Uh, but it took about 30 years, I believe, until he paid it off and then yeah. the series picked up. <laughs> well, uh, there are quite a few uh, references in this one. There's, a, of course, uh, he sings uh, the I'm in Charge, which is the I'm in Love uh, parody. Uh, let's see. I thought that was interesting when he was singing that boxing ring. He sings about, <laughs> you know, singing like it's a, I got the world on a string. He talks about, I'll go to tie the world up with rope, put it in a closet and <laughs> feed it under the door or something. And it was just like, it's it's a nice twisted uh, way of taking those lyrics. Of take, yeah, all, all the gotten, lyrics are kind of fun on the, like, even in the beginning, like, drive with me instead of, fly, you know. The, yeah, the, I, the drive the with me, drive with me, we'll watch out for old ladies and, and dogs yeah, that stray. The, the uh, lyrics that they use are kind of fun. <laughs> Hey, drive with me. Let's drive. Let's drive today. Put it in gear, Jack. <laughs> Encore! Encore! Uh, they show a lot of magazines, uh, a variety one, and I think it was maybe a Time magazine. I wasn't quite sure what the what the magazine was, but it showed Gene Kelly in a sailor suit dancing with Brain. And that, of course, is in reference to the movie Shirley that I Temple? can't know. Oh, okay. Did you ever see Gene Kelly dancing with uh, Jerry oh, mouse, from yeah, Tom Jerry. and Jerry? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. I don't know what movie that is, but it's just, I've, you know, it's, it's that I want to say it was like Anchors Away. But May, that, that might totally be wrong. Right. Let's go with that until somebody says you're absolutely wrong. If <laughs> you want to, they'll, they'll correct us. Some yes. listener engagement. That listener way, so. engagement. <laughs> tell us we're wrong at animaniacast at gmail.com. <laughs> Just in the subject line, you're wrong. Don't do that. <laughs> oh well, okay. Whatever. Be nice about it. Okay. Say Be, you're. I love you're... you, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> subject: you, I love you, but you're wrong. Excellent. I, I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> I love you. Bye bye. I love you. Bye bye. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, and of course, I was Nathan... trying to remember what I was trying to reference. My brain is fried. I've been in class all week. I was like, That's right. I, I can see Mindy, and she's saying something, but I don't. I don't have it right. Well. <laughs> Uh, and of course, uh, the, the Kennedys, Nathan mentioned the Kennedys were, were, uh, there and you, you know, like Frank Sinatra had a connection with the Kennedys, which I guess is, uh, you know, some people say that the mafia is involved with it as well. And who knows? I'm not really into those things. Yeah. And conspiracies, but there you go. It's in reference to Kennedy? <laughs> Frank Sinatra, apparently, uh, oh, or yeah. Brainatra. No, uh, oh. no. Uh, the, the fins were made for swimming was like the boots were made for walking. And of course that was Nancy Sinatra who, oh. you know, Frank Sinatra's daughter. So therefore that's how, that's how, uh, Pinky was able to get into this. Um, Sammy Davis Jr. I thought the, the, you know, thing he liked to say cuckoo and everything like that. And of course, uh, likes talking like, uh, Pinky. It's nice that him and Pinky got along. Mm -hmm. Dean Martin's character, a lot of the words that he says in this episode, 
uh, are references to songs. Like he says, that's, that's Amore. And he says, oh, ain't that a kick in the head? And yeah, there you go. Uh, they say, hey, this is the mouse pack because it's like, you know, Frank Sinatra's rat pack. I don't know why they were called the rat pack. Uh, they just were. Uh, <laughs> Um, and it was also kind of funny to see Dean Martin passed out because Dean Martin liked to drink. Um, some of the, some of the, uh, the, uh, games that were, uh, in that, in the casino after Baccarat was removed, I saw was, well, something about video games, but I couldn't quite read what it was, which I thought it was weird for them to have a video game, uh, thing inside the casino in the 1960s. Pinky yeah, was I think way ahead of his. They probably forgot. Yeah. you <laughs> way ahead of his time. Uh, but guess your own weight. I believe was one of the games. Uh, bobbing for cash, and then what's your name? Of course, uh, which was a great one. Uh, they mentioned the casino was the Purple Pelican, uh, where uh, Dwayne Fig Newton went off to, and that's in reference to the Pink Flamingo Casino, which is still around. It's been around since 1947, I believe. And I don't know, have we mentioned that this whole Brains Palace is like Caesar's Palace where, and I'm not sure if they have like a Atlas kind of figure like Brain was holding up the world, but they have a lot of Greek statues outside of Caesar's mm-hmm. Palace. Have either one of you been to Caesar's Palace before? No. Um, I've never I'm, been to Vegas. Uh, it's not that great. I've been <laughs> outside of Caesar's Palace at the very least, and I can't remember if I've been inside. I was too drunk. No, <laughs> it was. It's been like ten years or more since I was there, and I was drinking. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Once you, when you, you're in a place where you can drink on the street, so everyone drinks on the street. And there's nothing. There's not a lot to do in Vegas other than like drink alcohol, be in the hot yeah. heat, or you get dehydrated and you just become a you zombie. Just stay up all night. Yeah, you just don't sleep and stuff like that. You know, there's. I mean, there's like shows but if you don't want to spend a lot of money i guess <laughs> yeah exactly there's not much to do if you don't like to gamble or drink i i, I you know to see some shows and get out of there i guess penn and teller are in vegas that's one thing that does make me want to go back to vegas because especially from here in tucson i mean flights to vegas can be under a 100 bucks you know so let's go to vegas nathan Let's do it. I think my parents are there now, actually. <laughs> they, they always go there. I don't know what happened to our parents, but ever since they <laughs> ever since they got into their 60s, they, they just became Vegas hounds, and they just go up there every every Is other weekend. The, the food buffets? I heard the food buffets are good. I, no, they don't do buffets. Oh, okay. no. they, I think Do they see shows, or do they – I think they gamble a little bit. I think they mostly like to just go to a hotel and just relax and get away from everybody. So Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. see Las Vegas as being a place to relax and get away from people. I, it's a, it depends on what you're there for. I don't know. Maybe our <laughs> maybe our maybe our parents are just really into like narcotics and who knows what oh else. Oh my and goodness! They, they only just, do it when they're in Vegas. So they want to get rid of any inheritance we'll offer. <laughs> <laughs> Got to gamble it away. Oh well. <laughs> well, and uh, they they mentioned it. One last thing, which I thought, oh, Sinatra sang this song. Uh, Brain mentions Long and Winding Road uh, towards the end. And of course, that's a Beatles song. But, and I thought, oh, oh, that's a Frank Sinatra covered that, I think. And no, he covered, I, think, I don't think he did. He did cover like uh, other, you know, a couple other Beatles songs, but I don't think he ever covered that one. Um, anyway, and of course, at the, at the end, uh, there's Brainatra uh, collector's plates that you can buy. <laughs> In the gift shop at the Acme Lounge, which uh, I remember those collector's plates being big in the 80s and 90s. Uh, every now and then, I mean, Time Life and everything, they'd be, you know, what was it? The Franklin Mint. That was it. They would advertise those. Kelly, did you ever get any Star Wars collector's plates? I, oh, yeah. Yeah. See? I ended up giving away a bunch of them. Um, and I've but, got some Beauty and the Beast ones. Uh-huh. I, you know, I mean, you. oh, and I have... I have, I think, almost the whole set of Annie <laughs> because oh, wow. I found them on eBay like 20 years ago for like $5 a pop because, you know, <laughs> surprisingly no one else collects Annie um, collector plates. But by golly, I bought them. So, <laughs> Well, there yeah. you go. 
And uh, yeah, they're they're great to eat dinner off of. I know. No kidding. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> they're, they're pretty toxic, I think. But, I think yeah, so. Probably. I used to Don't buy do tons off eBay of all kinds of stuff, but like, yeah, I just got rid of. Well, back in the early '90s, especially, there was zero Star Wars collectibles. So you know, getting a collector collectible plate with uh, you know the asteroid field or something on it was ooh get this because this is the only thing if you're a star wars fan and there's a yoda you know it was like a portrait series so i definitely kept the yoda one yeah yeah well there you go there so you know send your uh collector's plate collections to animaniacast at (laughs) gmail.com uh anyway let's go ahead any any other things in here that you thought were uh interesting funny uh whatever uh kelly anything in this third part you thought was cool um I well, I think this was actually more like in the second part, but I really enjoyed the conversation between Pinky and Sammy Davis Jr. That, that was in the third part. It was right. in the third part. Yes. I um I just thought it was so cute and they were just really buddy buddy and <laughs> uh, Yes. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I do I Sammy Davis Jr. I remember as a little kid seeing him on like the Jerry Lewis tel- telethon or something like that. That was only my only exposure to Jerry uh, to uh, Sammy Davis Jr. as a kid. Um, but he was a cuckoo guy, a candy man. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, I just interesting to see the rise and fall of brain. How quickly you can rise and how quickly you can all go away. Just you know, uh, and he had kind of taken over the world in his own like little way. You know, by being Brainatra was. Yep. It was almost, you know, if that was his plan originally, then he would have said it was a success. But uh <laughs> it Vegas. It was a it was a short Vegas story right there, the rise yeah. and fall of Brainatra. It's kinda like hacks. You guys see hacks is on uh TV. That's all about Las Vegas uh, uh lounge uh stuff. Well, comedian stuff, but you know, connected. Um, there was one more thing I thought was interesting and I'm not coming to my brain right now. So I think we'll just go pinky in the brain. Oh yeah. Yeah. We watched it. That's right. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. What do you guys think out of five water towers? How many would you give? This episode of Pinky and the Brain. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Um, oh boy. I'll say like three and a half. Yeah. Um, there's like lots of uh references to some Frank Sinatra songs, lots of cool musics and things like that. You know, it was like it was a good episode. Um, yeah, I'll say three and a half. All right. Kelly, what about you? It's funny because three and a half was also like my first inclination. Um, I thought it it wasn't like super funny, um, really, but I I thought Brain was cute in his little hat, and I enjoyed the the songs and um, I mean the writing was, was was pretty strong throughout. It uh, it just didn't it wasn't like super standout episode, but it yeah it was fine. It was um it was cute. Yeah, I know I say everything's cute, but <laughs> he really is cute in that little hat. Well, I was going to give it three, but you saying that he, he was cute in his little hat made me say three and a half as well, because he was cute in that little hat. I I, I agree. Uh, so uh, triple agreement. Triple agreement. <laughs> Uh, well, before we get to our, our water, our, we already did the water. Tower do it. Before we get to our contact <laughs> information is what I meant to say. Uh, we should, we should mention that Kelly's not going to be here for another, ep- uh, an episode or two because Never again. <laughs> no, she's, 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 she's going to be going away for a little bit. Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, well, it'd be, you'll be somewhat she's kind changed of cl- her mind. Yeah, she's yeah. going to Vegas instead. <laughs> you'll only be a state away from Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. right? Kelly's off to Colorado, right? Yeah, I'll be in Colorado for a week. We're and- only a state away from Vegas. Maybe we're in the same state. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but Kelly, you, you recently kind of helped uh, put a, a book together, right? Do you want to talk about that at all? And yeah, no, how- I mean, I, I technically put two books together as part of a publishing program. And um, they, the, the group project, the anthology just came out and it's called Unmasked. And I was part of the editorial team and it's, um, unmasks, you know, uh, tales, I think it's tales of risks and of risk and revelation. And it's, um, 
stories we collected over the last year and, and put them into a book and shows cover art and assembled it and edited it, you know, from, from concept all the way to, to printed book. And then I also worked on my own project, which was to compile some stories that were created uh, in like 1816 uh, between Mary Shelley, Lord Byron and John William Polidori. Like they all had to come up with ghost stories. And so I'm collecting those three stories all in, in one book. And then again, I, I had to edit them together and choose cover art and fonts. And I think it looks really great. They actually brought in a um, professional cover designer. Once I did my mock-up, I'm not a graphic designer by any means, but <laughs> it was fun. Um, so that, you know, I actually, it says on, on the front, you know, edited by me. Yeah, and it's so, uh, it's called a dark and stormy night, right? Or, no, or, it's oh. um, one stormy night. One mm-hmm. stormy night. See, yeah. I gotta I gotta get the title in right. Well, I'll have the link where you can purchase. People can purchase this, right? Could yeah, they purchase they it? Yeah. Tom yeah. Ruger has one. Tom he Ruger. Does, yes, I was very um, uh, pleased and and very humbled that Tom bought a copy. Yeah. So if you want to be like Tom Ruger, <laughs> first. First steps is to success is to buy Kelly's book. Uh, and you, your professor, I thought was really cool, is Kevin J. Anderson. So yes, he wrote you know, some of my favorite Star Wars books growing and I'm, up. I'm a big fan of him too. Uh, so, because, you know, I met Kevin like ages and eight, like at my very first Dragon Con. So yeah. I've always been a, a big fan of his books. And, and he's a super nice person and, and he's so willing to help people learn about writing and publishing and the crafts and just uh, share his knowledge well there we go so get it now <laughs> well let's go ahead and get to some contact information uh nathan where can people find you online uh twitter jingo oh. md that's me all right and kelly what about you also on twitter yoda princess y-o-d-a-p-r-n-c-s-s or you can help email me kelly all right. As for the animating cast, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and probably a couple other things. I think even little other things like uh, TikTok, which I never do anything on. But maybe if people uh, know what I should use TikTok for, you can email us at animaniacast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> if you also are a big fan of our, our show and you'd like to support it, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash animaniacast. And there you can get bonus audio of us talking about stuff uh you can also get additional creators commentaries of every episode of animaniacs plus there's other things like decals and signed animaniacs trading cards from tom ruger as well so it's all over at patreon.com slash animaniacast i saw a wally llama trading card i want the wally llama trading card <laughs> well, I, I, saw it, I saw it in the post <laughs> well, kelly because of, i will fight you over the wally llama well okay <laughs> well i mean, if you'd like to get that Wally Llama before Kelly does, then go to <laughs> patreon.com slash animaniacast. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. The love in this room. Dig it. You are cuckoo! Nerf point man! I'm hip daddy o! Zoint baby! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>